Hello and welcome to episode number 27 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're talking about skill and RNG in card games. All right, how's it going, everybody? Jim, what's up, man? It's a good day. It's a good day. You know, you saying that brings me back, (laughs) brings me back to the first couple episodes where like you said it every single, every single time, every single time. I thought about that too. As soon as I said, I'm like, it was a good day. (laughs) Man, dude, that feels like, that feels like so long ago. Man, that feels like five months ago. (laughs) That's what it feels like. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, man, like. It, it has it in the grand scheme of things. It has not been a very yeah. long time. Yeah. It hasn't been a long time, <laughs> but I f- I feel like we've come a long way in just that short amount of time, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy with where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you are too. I'd say so. <laughs> All right. So what we're talking about today, like Jim mentioned, is uh, skill and RNG. Um, not just in card games, but like all tabletop games, mm-hmm. but. Honestly, I feel like this conversation and topic mostly comes up within the realm of card games. Yeah. Even if the board game has cards in it, that is like a random factor. Yeah. It uh, it's you're putting random number generator inside of the cards, so yeah, it's pretty much cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know and I know we've touched on this um mm. in in episodes in the past, particularly episodes that we've specifically been talking about card games. But um, I really wanted to just kind of delve really heavily into it and just kind of give you our thoughts on the matter. Um, so before we before we kind of get into it, um, uh, again, so like Jim mentioned, RNG stands for kind of two different things. You could you, <laughs> you can say random number generator, random random number game. Two th- those are the two biggest uses of the term RNG. Yeah. And, there, there are, is there any other acronyms that you that you have heard RNG used for? Not really. But yeah, because anything it 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 has to do with just random numbers, right? Yeah. Either a yeah. generator or a game. Yeah, um, I do. I do know like when people are are really hoping for something good on their random number generator, they'll be like, "I'm praying to RNG Jesus yeah, the, the RNG or the RNG <laughs> gods." Yeah, yeah, the RNG yeah. gods. I haven't heard that one before, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> So, yeah. So that's that is what we're talking about is just mm-hmm. the 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 theory of randomness. Now, it's it's kind of interesting, and I don't know if this is actually um, if they've had a quote breakthrough on this yet. But I do remember, at least when I was in college, and even before that. Um, actually, no, I think it was in college because when I was in college, I took a statistics, statistics class and I, I took a lot of math classes. I almost, I almost had a minor in math. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I just missed one class that, and that I don't know why I didn't, (laughs) I don't know why I just didn't just do it because it, I was just one class. But anyway, in any case, um, I, I do remember talking about, um, randomness when it comes to computers. Mm -hmm. And I think the theory at the time was computers cannot, um, they cannot do true randomness. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they just, they can't. So that was, that was the theory at the time. Now, 
I don't know. I'm assuming that's still the still the case. Mm-hmm. Um, like they get close, they get close to it, but it's they're, they're not they're not there there right. They're not there now. Okay, so let's actually transition here into MTG Arena, right? <laughs> okay, so if you've played MTG Arena, okay, which is the wow. digital version of Magic: The Gathering, um, with honest, it's just the most updated sets, the most current sets, mm-hmm. right? How many times, Jim, have you either played or watched someone streaming it or playing it on YouTube complaining about the shuffler being broken? Oh, yeah, for sure. All the time. There's There was even a mono red list that played 13 lands, mm-hmm. 13 mountains, and he always opened with two. Really? Always opened with two. I'm like, is that's not even, that shouldn't be possible. So, so, but here's, here's the thing, like in, in talking about randomness, yes, that is possible. Yeah, it is given, given and given a certain amount of, um, oh man, what's the population size. There we go. Given a certain, given a certain sample size, Mm -hmm. right. You're going to get that number. Yeah. Right. It's just (laughs) really low. Yeah. Yes. It it (laughs) should be theoretically, theoretically, theoretically it should be now. Now, 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 with any computer game, like especially a card game, you have to then come back to like how is the game program? Like, mm-hmm. is there like is there legitimate code mm-hmm. in there that will weight your draws toward you know you? I haven't seen again in Magic like I haven't seen a land in like two turns. Well, there's this code in there that you know since you haven't seen a land we're going to we're going to favor you to draw since a, a land since a third of your deck is lands every three cards should be a land i wouldn't say should i would i'm more so saying for the computer like the coding aspect of it yeah because right like all that comes down to yeah. is how is it being coded yeah like how is the code written mm-hmm. right and again because now now we come back to computers can't do true randomness there isn't like a a code an algorithm that that does true randomness perfectly mm-hmm. so they have to like simulate randomness yeah. i mean it's because we're trying to find a pattern in something that is shouldn't even have a pattern of yeah, it and yeah. it just uh, now, it's something I, humans do i i, I want to mention this real quick too <laughs> neither of us are programmers no neither of us are computer programmers yeah. so everything that we're saying is based on mo basically just experience yeah. right experience and then just logic and thinking through these things yeah right and and from our as from from our standpoint as basically gamers like card yeah. gamers really i've been so, around yeah, yeah, we have, but but at the same time, we we also want to make it clear that we don't know what really goes into the coding, mm-hmm. right? We're just we're making educated guesses, so mm-hmm. we could be wrong, we we could be off, yeah. um, and if I am off, I would be very interested to know, like if if I am way off, I would really like to know like what the actual <laughs> true case is. Yeah. So okay, so now so so now in in talking about randomness right now now we're applying not applying it but within the context of a game right particularly a game of skill or 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 just a competitive game right a Mm -hmm. one that you're you're trying to win okay 
what you nor, normal normally your mindset your mindset is okay i'm going to beat my opponent i need to find the best line of plays right to mm-hmm. to beat my opponent right so eliminating any factors of randomness right that's normally what your your game plan is right mm-hmm. how do i go about uh, defeating my opponent in the quickest most efficient way possible normally right now, when you introduce some factor of randomness, okay, you are now adding in another variable at, that is independent of your skill yeah. or your knowledge of the game, okay? So if over here you have, this is my knowledge and skill of the game, okay? If that's, if that's all we're talking about, if you have two players, you've got one player whose skill level is here and then another player whose skill level whose skill level is here, probably 10 times out of 10, this player is going to win out. Yeah. Okay. If all we're talking about is skill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, however, is that always the case? No. Not at all. No. Now, why is that though? Because in I I I feel like in every game there is some there's some topic or not, not necessarily a topic, but there's some caveat of randomness that's involved, mm. right? Board games, you've got dice. Yep. Right? Dice normally are the random factor. Or you got the spin tile thing for certain games. Oh, yeah, like Wheel of Fortune yeah. type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and and honestly, like, that's that's what makes a game interesting, mm. right? Because if it was... If it was all just skill, if that's all it was, I feel like I feel like the contest wouldn't be particularly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like it, again, within the context of tabletop, like within the context of tabletop games, right? So, like in sports, like if we're talking basketball, soccer, that's 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 a little bit of a different thing, yeah. Because there's there really isn't a whole lot of randomness that's inherent in um air pressure uh how our bodies are feeling that specific day uh did you did you party the previous night Uh, well right but that's not random all of that is not random yeah like maybe the air pressure like the weather of the day yeah yeah like but everything else, like professional athletes. Well, I mean, what if they weren't planning on going out partying the night before? Oh. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's random, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like Dennis Rodman. That was that was he the partied uh, every night. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you do you remember? Do you remember the? Uh, oh, there there was one one of the playoffs where. <laughs> The team, I think they were in Detroit or something, and he flew out to like Chicago or something to party with Carmen I Electra. Was, I thought it was in Vegas. Was it? I thought it was. Yeah, to he Vegas. went to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He went to Vegas. Yeah, he went to Vegas to party with Carmen Electra, <laughs> <laughs> and like it was in the middle of the playoffs. Yeah, I think I, I think that was. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, oh man, what was it? There, the recent, you know that that recent. Um, uh, documentary they did. Yeah, the uh, the last dance. There it is, the last yeah. dance. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I want to rewatch that again. Oh, that, that was that great. Was so that was, good. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go it check so it out. Good. Especially if you're a Bulls fan. Um, <laughs> Even if you're not a Bulls fan. Yes. Yeah. It's just good. It, it is. It, it is. It is good TV for sure. Um, but like in 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 professional sports, they do their best to yeah. eliminate any 
anything that's yeah. random, right? I guess at that point, it's really, since it's not an individual game, the randomness is what's going on with your teammates at that point. Yeah. And and again, and that's why you practice, yeah. you know, as the, yeah. as the team, right? Yeah. So, but even the same thing with individual sports, it's like mm-hmm. you do your workout, you practice and you do, you do your best to get like mm-hmm. up here, uh, you know, and there's not a whole lot of random elements that are at play. Now, there's not to say there's none because there always are a little yeah. bit. How much your body's sweating? Is that messing up your grip on certain yeah. things? Who knows? <laughs> but like with, with any professional sport, it's like they try to minimize those mm-hmm. those those things as best they can. Mm-hmm. Tabletop games is like totally different. And like I feel like if it wasn't different, no, they want to be fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like – and I'm I'd be very curious. Like I think that's also one reason why watching like pro tours and like professional players play these mm-hmm. tabletop games is so exciting, mm-hmm. right? Because here's 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 something that that you know I, I've thought about before. Not everyone can go out and be on an NBA team and play an NBA team, but you know what everyone could do they could go out and learn magic and get really good at magic <laughs> like the bear this goes to barrier of entry you know what i mean i don't know if i'd say anyone can get good at magic i think so yeah i think so i right, i guess yeah if you put enough time into it yeah, yeah. i think yeah, if you I put enough time can. into it like yeah yeah I, not anyone it's can not just, easy not like, anyone it's not, can just become six eight and no pro right dominating exactly exactly <laughs> That like I could not be. There's no way I could be a professional basketball player. Baseball, no, no. Well, I, I mean, could, there there were actually a lot of smaller basketball players, though. There were, yeah, there were. But Spud Webb could dunk. <laughs> I could not dunk. <laughs> Muggsy Bogues, he Ooh. had some of the sickest handles, yeah, yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yes, there were some very talented players who are yeah. smaller who are shorter than me yeah but they were playing for a very long time yes yeah. to get to that point yes right right um if i put enough work into it i i could get very good at magic i don't know could i make the pro tour well not now because there is <laughs> <laughs> but but could i get good enough to play in professional tournaments and rank very highly May prop maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe. I'm not gonna say probably, but maybe. Yeah. Like, there's a better chance that I do that than I get on an NBA or an NFL team. You know what I was just thinking about the the only board game that I can think of that doesn't really have RNG. I mean, I guess aside from what your opponent does, is chess. Oh uh, yeah, chess. That's that's one too. Yeah, like that one is so much skill and knowledge oh, yeah. based. That's. That's like all knowledge. Yeah. That is like all yeah. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Chess is, chess is a. Uh, and that one's entertaining to watch. I guess yeah. if you like are into it. If, if you're into it and you know the game. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Like if you have no idea what's going on, you just be like. Yeah. <laughs> At least with basketball, I'm like, I don't really know what's going on, but I like seeing these dunks, the yeah, steals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, know. I've played basketball, I've played soccer, yeah. I've played baseball. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I know it's a, the only sport I have. N- I haven't played like on a team is football. Mm-hmm. Like I've played uh, pickup football. Yeah. Like I've played flag football. Yeah. So like I, I know what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, but like if I have no idea what's going on, it's normally like I, I do. I don't know. Basketball is <laughs> like it. one of the only sports I don't really even know all the rules to or majority of it. Oh, yeah. Like hockey, baseball. And football, I'm I'm like more. That's like my go-to one. So I guess not really even soccer either. Yeah. But. So I didn't know much about hockey, mm-hmm. but because I played soccer, I knew I could pick up on some of the hockey, yeah. the hockey yeah. rules, like the offsides yeah, the and all offsides that stuff. Um. So, um. But hockey, hockey's just awesome. Yeah. Hockey's fantastic, <laughs> right? Um. Yeah. Well, there's one like ice hockey. There's mm-hmm. there's the ice. Mm-hmm. That's that's an element of randomness. Is you, does your skate itself the blade break? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, right. That happens. Your yeah. stick could break mm-hmm. as well. Especially <laughs> if you hit somebody over the back with it. That, you know, that'll that'll. Break I was gonna stick. say like checking someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's there's uh yeah, yeah when it's more physical you yeah. got a little bit more yeah. randomness. Yeah you do yeah for sure for sure. But okay, so 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 taking taking this back a little bit though, mm-hmm. like when you have a game where, well, again, professional professionals, it's your 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 skill levels here, mm-hmm. the level of randomness involved is here, right? Mm-hmm. Now tabletop tabletop gaming, right? Let's we'll keep the skill level the same, yeah. right? The the um, the level of randomness RNG that's involved can go like really up to here, yeah. It really can. Yeah. D&D, when you've got a D20, a 20-sided die, that's 20 different possibilities that can come up when you roll when you roll that dice. Yeah, yeah. But then you also have the modifiers yeah, of yeah, adding yeah, your right. abilities, right, right, which at that right. point, you're reducing exactly. the amount of randomness. Exactly, exactly. And trying exactly. to make it work for you. Right, exactly, so. yes, yeah. So yeah, once, once you start elevating that level of randomness... Mm-hmm. Is when it does two, it does a couple things. Like it makes it makes the game more interesting. Yeah, but it also makes it to where it's it's less about your skill. <laughs> and so when you talk about a competitive game, yeah, then that turns into I don't know if I want to play this competitive because it doesn't matter how good I get, I could lose to a bad top deck. I could lose to a bolt off the top. Yeah. I've done that a lot to people. And that's, and so, okay. So talking about magic, right? Mm-hmm. Or any card game where your resources are strict cards. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the problems that magic has is mm-hmm. the resources are lands, right? They're, they are cards within your deck. Yep. So if I lose because I am mana screwed or, or flooded, then that is a big feels bad. Yeah. And then the opponent, like I, I've won plenty of games because my opponent was mana screwed and I've mm-hmm. lost plenty of games because I was mana screwed. Mm-hmm. That's not a good indicator of who's the better player yeah. between me and my opponent. Yeah. Right. Especially if it's in a tournament yes. rather than just casually playing. Cause right. like, you know, we know it all happens. Right. But in a tournament when there's prizing on board, when you yeah. have to pay to enter this, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, man, I feel for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and, and that's why it's like there, 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 there are a few different types of conversations that you know are going to be had. So, as a designer, when you're designing, particularly a card game, mm-hmm. it's like 
what you want it. I feel like what a designer wants to do is try and minimize that level of randomness that's going to be involved in their game. Yeah. Which again, f- with a card game, that's that's <laughs> going to be hard to do because, like any card game, there is elements of randomness, RNG mm-hmm. involved because it, there's a card game. It's a card game. Excuse me. Yep. You know, when you have a sixty card deck or a forty card deck or a thirty card deck. It doesn't matter. Like in in Magic, most of the constructed formats are sixty card decks, mm-hmm. right? Uh, limited sealed forty card decks. Um, there are games out there where the decks are thirty cards. Mm-hmm. So you limit, you make that deck smaller, you make it more consistent. Um, you you lower the level of randomness, so mm-hmm. lower the RNG. Not to mention, on top of that, the amount of copies that you can have inside the deck as yeah. well also right. cuts down the amount of rng you have yeah. you know yeah. i'm playing 40 or four of the specific card inside of a 60 card deck what are the odds i get it in the top seven cards top eight cards because that's when you really want it mm-hmm. so so w- when we're talking about rng and skill mm-hmm. in competitive games like like how does that make you feel jim like i mean do you i i'm i mean i know what my answer is and i'm pretty sure i know what your answer <laughs> is but when you're in, when you're in a com- competitive match, and you know what? Let's say not even a competitive a competitive mm-hmm. match, just any game, right? Magic, right? Where everything is going right for you, nothing is going right for your opponent. Yeah, like is that fun? Uh, not not at all, honestly, because it's just like, all right, just we just need to get this game over with, go into the next one because this wasn't fun for. For sure not them and not me because I'm just like, at that point, it's like I'm not even playing against anyone. Mm-hmm. If it's just like, oh, I'm putting cards out on I'm the field. I'm playing solitaire. And I'm playing solitaire. And it's just, oh, let me turn cards sideways. All right, we moved your life down. Oh, you did nothing on your turn? Okay, go to my turn. Untap, do it again. So why can Magic get away with it? <sighs> like, okay, I say that mostly, I say that as a as a as as a meme a lot of people also say it's a skill to uh figure out how many lands you're supposed to be playing so you don't get mana screwed or when you should mulligan to Mm -hmm. you know get rid of the lands and And there's a lot of there's actually a lot of good literature out there um from people who've played and studied Mm -hmm. it which you definitely should check out like if if you want if you (laughs) just like any game though if you want to get good if you want to be the best you need to practice and study. Yeah. There's also, I, I think out there, um, a land like formula that tells mm-hmm. you. So you pretty much put all the cards that you have inside the deck that you're mm-hmm. wanting to play. Yeah. And it will be like, all right, this is how many of this you need to play. And you want to have about this many lands inside the deck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we're at that point where it's like there's so much RNG into the game. You kind of need a formula to tell you what the yeah, best yeah, way yeah. to achieve these cards yeah. at the earliest stages yeah. is. Well, yeah, and uh, and honestly, there's there's also algorithms and formulas out there that yeah. you need to be thinking about when you're playing about, okay, what are the chances that I'm going to draw a lightning bolt off the top here? Yeah. I know I've played one. I've got 100%, th- Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got three left in the deck, okay? I have, I know I've played, I've got 50. 15 cards here. Yeah. So that means I've got 35 cards or whatever left yeah. in the deck, 45, whatever. I've got that many cards left in the deck. Now let me do yeah. some math. I've got three cards left in a 45 card deck. Um, you know, that gives me what percent chance of drawing this, or yeah. I need to land, right? Yeah. 
and that's just lightning bolt. Then if you need or a bolt effect, then you have yeah, yeah, yeah. lava uh, yeah. lava spike. You have rift bolt. Yeah. You have uh, skewer the critics. You have multiple yep. cards out there. So rather than just being like, oh, I only have four, three of these cards in the deck. Well, with all the redundancy I have, I now have sixteen copies right. of the card in right. the deck. Right. So so. Honestly, like in any game that involves RNG, from the skill perspective, like you need to take that into consideration. Like think about that. Like like Jim was saying, bolt effects, direct damage. How many cards do I have that deal certain amount of damage? Like all I need to do, I can win this next turn. My opponent is at three. I need to deal three damage. Yep. There's only one way that I can deal this three damage. (laughs) And that's by these certain cards, right? I have this many cards to out me for this turn. And then if you don't draw it, okay, what's my, how am I going to survive? (laughs) There's a lot of things. Am I worried about dying here? Is it a race? Is it just, I just need to get this bolt effect within the next few turns, you know? Yeah. So from the skill side, it's think about all of those RNG factors when Mm -hmm. you're building your deck but also playing like when you're in the middle of a game, yeah. like you do need to be thinking about those things. Mm-hmm. Don't just, you know, okay, let me hope I draw, you know, which I mean, <laughs> it happens, yeah, right. Yeah. It, that it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it, it is a thing to be thinking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let, let me go back. Let me go back to the question of how can magic get away with this? Man. And again, like I said, I, I, I say that as a joke, right? There's a pioneer. Like, uh, I, people are addicted yes, to it. Right, right. <laughs> but honestly, like if magic was made now, yeah. that, I, I feel like it would not be popular yeah. because there's plenty of things wrong with plenty of aspects of the game. Mostly the lands. Yeah. That it's the resource if, system. If we're talking about what the game was like when it first came out, like say the first four sets, right? Those mm-hmm. came out in this last year. I don't think people would play it. Wait, comparing say that so, again. Say so so if we're saying the first four sets, oh, right? Just of magic. Yeah, of magic. Okay. That came out in this last year. Okay. In, oh, in comparison to what like what else is out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see right? what you're if saying. If it, you know, waited 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not 30 years. It was 28. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if if it came out in this last year, uh, I don't think it would be as popular at all. Well, no. Be, and I think... Super slow? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I guess people do play 93, 94 magic. Yeah, they play But vintage, that's yeah. a nostalgia reason. Yeah, it's right, not like, exactly. oh, it was the best yeah, format. Yeah. No, the format was terrible. You just want to play with really, really broken yes, cards. Right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, in comparison to what stuff is now. Or they just want to show off how much money they have on the table. <laughs> exactly. Oh, think, look at this black <laughs> lotus. Uh, yeah, let me just tap sack that. Here's six, here's six of the power nines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's like 20 grand. <laughs> I'd be curious, like how many people actually play it just to, just to show off their collection. Oh, yeah. There's I'm gotta sure. be people like yeah. maybe there's, I don't know. Or I'm it's just... people that just played back then and then their friends got them into it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Here's this awesome That's, format yes. that you have all the cards for. Yeah. You know that. And I guarantee that is definitely a thing too. Yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. 
Like I'm super nostalgic. And so I can imagine if I was into the game back mm-hmm. then, hundred percent, I, I would totally do yeah. that. Yeah. I I'm, I have old school Yu-Gi-Oh people that I play, uh, games with and like i've gotten them into goat format which mm-hmm. is like the classic uh version of uh Yu-Gi-Oh nowadays so it goes back to 2005 pretty oh. much april 2005 format oh. and um yeah it's all the old cards from then i know people that stopped playing around that point so they're just like well we have all these cards so we might as well play it uh, okay yeah so pretty much the exact same thing yeah Cool. People getting into ninety three, ninety four magic yeah. just because they had the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and isn't isn't that how a lot of people get into just game a a game in general? Yeah. Like honestly, like <laughs> it it does have to be cool getting into yeah. a game that's been around for thirty years and still having everything. Oh, yeah. From the beginning, like that's yeah. just how many people can say that? I don't know. I mean, I have how one many card games from, from the beginning now. What? I have a land from Oh, Revised. yeah. You want to tell everybody about that? No, I don't. All right, continue. <laughs> Got a card almost as old as me. <laughs> it's in better shape than me, too. Wait, <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it revised? Yeah. Was it revised? That was yeah. the fourth set. Yeah. Alpha, beta, unlimited, revised. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You got the revised one. Oh, yeah. man, dude. That. <laughs> how, oh, wow. Dude, that card's like, crazy. that card's mint. Card is gorgeous. I don't know if it's mint, but it is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only damages, I, damages. I seen two nicks on the back. That mm, was it. Mm. But nothing on the edges. Um, I have to look. It's a little harder to tell because the border's white. Yeah. So I, I would have to really look again. That's true. But yeah, this thing. When I first saw it, I thought it was fake. Yeah. I was just like, uh, I didn't know if you were serious when you. Asked no, that. I really thought it was fake. <laughs> Because it was just in too good of condition. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 there's no way these guys are selling fake cards. I'm like, yeah, no, there, there has to be, there yeah. can't be any possibility. Yeah. But I guess that's just the randomness to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Even outside of the game, it's random. <laughs> it's the meta, the game, un, the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. The game within, the game the, within the, the, game, game, outside outside the game outside of the game. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's it. There we go. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, card card games is where you're really going to see the RNG, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh, man, the RNG and deck builders. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that before. And I'm like, that's why I that is why I really, really enjoy deck builders, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. You know, like because we're just so used to getting pooped on, we're like, all right, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole lives be like, oh, what did I get? Garbage. Yeah, let's get rid of it. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, yeah. I guess not your whole life. You started like five years ago or something. Yes. Yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but like, the you know, you say that and. That is that is definitely a big appeal for mm-hmm. me. The deck building games and expandable card games. Yeah. I don't have to worry about my luck, the RNG <laughs> when I'm opening a booster box. Yeah. Like don't get me oh, wrong, man. opening booster boxes and packs. I didn't packs think about that either. It's fun. Just opening packs. Yes. And you're like, oh, I hope I get this. If you're opening packs, you're not getting it. No, yeah, you're, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. You know what? And that's interesting. So now we, we talk about a game that the game itself is heavily RNG, but 
the game outside of the game and getting to play the game is full of RNG too. (laughs) Is that purposeful? I don't know. No, it's well, yes. And the way I, the reason I say yes is because the um, publishers want to make as much money as they can. How do they do that? Let's just make it a lottery. (laughs) I mean, they, they, how many how many people have made a ton of money off of that? I mean, I get it. Like, I honestly don't know how many people. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Dan. Like, I get it. I get it. And I I've bought in quite a bit of booster boxes. Mm-hmm. It is not the wisest financial thing to do. Uh-uh. It's not, but it is fun. Unless to you're gonna pass. sit on them. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like, you're gonna sit on them. Or or you're gonna open them and then just sell everything. Yeah. Because but even then you still could be losing money. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have estimated value of boxes as well, which yeah. is another thing based upon RNG, depending on what you pull, if mm-hmm. the cards are yeah. good, what those prices yeah. are, those will fluctuate over time. Yeah. Man. So, so as you can tell, like <laughs> card games, any card games, there's a ton of RNG factors. There's a lot of different yeah. RNG factors involved, yeah. right? And we're not saying it's good, it's bad. We're just saying it's there. It's a thing. It's a thing, right? Yeah. So as card game players, we have to we have to A number one understand. A mm-hmm. number one as opposed to A number two. Yeah. I don't know. We have the first thing number we gotta two do is dash A. Yeah, the first thing we have to do is understand it, right? And then we have to figure out how to best implement and use the RNG mm-hmm. to our advantage, right? Mm-hmm both inside of the game, like while playing it, like we talked about um, when we're playing the game, understand what's in my deck, mm-hmm. what I have left, and then knowing my chances of drawing cards, yeah. X cards, and then that, because that's going to impact my strategy mm-hmm. of how I play the next few turns. Do I sit back and wait, be on the defensive, or yeah. do I go on the offensive? Yeah. There's there's a that's lot. where the skill factor comes in. Well, right, right, recognizing right. what you have, what resources right, you have, right. and what you can do, and then and then understanding and using all those RNG factors outside of the game, like mm-hmm. how can I get these cards? Right. Oh, I cut my RNG really low when it comes to getting cards. I just buy singles. Buy singles, yeah. Right. That's how you. Well, I guess it's not a guarantee that you yeah. get your cards. Yeah. <laughs> no, nor, normally, if you're a card game player, if yeah. you're looking for cards. The best thing to do is buy what you need by the singles. Yeah. Don't go out and buy mm-hmm. boxes. Do not go out and buy packs. You buy the singles. Mm-hmm. And that is why um, when you see deck lists listed anywhere, they tell you the cost of the deck because yeah. it's very easy to find. Yep. And then you just go out on any marketplace that sells cards and then buy the singles. Yeah. Because say the deck you're looking to get is like $500. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go buy booster boxes for $500 mm-hmm. worth. You're but it's like, well, but then you also need to get cards from a different set. Yeah. It's not like all the cards you need are from that one booster box. <laughs> right, right. And most of the time, unless you're playing standard, but even in standard, it's not yeah, from just no, one set. Not. It never uh, is. Yeah, pretty much Unless ever. you build your deck like that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different thing. Yes. Being competitive and being casual with it yes. is completely different. Yes. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean... RNG is is and always will be a thing, yeah. right? And so I think I think the first step that honestly as a player 
you have to take is just accepting it. <laughs> Seriously. So I know I've mentioned this before, but I, I've, you know, we've played Villainous quite a bit on mm -hmm. the channel. Um, and if you saw our last video, we, we, we had a three-person game with Michael. Um, yep. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and if you stay tuned, we're going to have another video um, with him coming soon, probably in the next couple days. Um, so stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I... I I, I I saw this video where there was somebody was in, being interviewed and they were talking about villainous and somebody brought up, you know, there's a complaint about this game. Um, people are saying it's too random. And then the other guy laughed as if, you know, he was he was kind of uh, saying, no, it's not. Well, number one. Yes, it is. Why is it? It's a card game. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you have a game that is heavily invested invested in but a big mechanic mm -hmm. is cards then there's going to be randomness involved yeah 100 percent of the time i was gonna say not to mention when you have to fate your opponent and maybe the cards mm -hmm. don't help you at all your villain deck is your 30 cards your villain deck is 30 cards your fate deck is 15 cards yeah. okay that means on on any given fate action you see two cards right Outside of any other any other factors involved, that means you have to fate your opponent eight times, eight times to to see every single card in their fate deck. Yeah. Okay, so if you're playing as Gaston, there's one card, there's one card that is the rose. So you're you're not going to see as as opposed to there's plenty of cards in um a plenty plenty of fate decks where there's multiple copies, mm -hmm. but for cards where there's a single copy, you're not going to see it every other turn, right? Yep, that's for sure. When there's only one card, that means you have to, if it's a bottom card, you have to fit your opponent eight times to see that one card, mm -hmm. right? So there 100% is RNG factors that come into play when playing Villainous. I mean, how many times, Jim, have you been playing either Prince John or... Or Queen of Hearts and saying, I need to find that one card. And then yeah, we, you see it's at the bottom of the deck. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've played Jafar and I needed to find. Oh, the, man. That one card. What's the up? scarab that oh, that unlocks the Cave of Wonders. Yeah. It's the bottom card of the deck. Mm -hmm. Right. And then let's talk about Scar. How many times have you played Scar? Where it was like, oh, I need to find Mufasa. And then you don't find it. And the one time I fate, I'm just like, oh, there's Mufasa. I'm going to choose the other one. Let's put him in the discard in the pile. the discard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, you know, you do have ways to get yeah. him out of there. Which, but which the, I think the first time we we played Scar, or I played Scar, that mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. Yeah, you did that. And mm -hmm. then there's another card in Scar's villain deck where it lets me pull out Mufasa from discard. Yeah. And I was not seeing that all game. And then when I when I got to the point of reshuffling the vil the oh, fake discard, that's yeah. when I drew into it. So like if you play villainous, you can't tell me yeah. that RNG and randomness is not a thing in villainous. Yeah. It 100% is. And if you is. do, you're either trolling, you're lying to yourself yeah. and us, or you're just, you just have never played it. Right. And again, we're not saying that like RNG or randomness is a bad thing. Yeah. It, all we're saying is it is a thing yeah. 
and you need to accept it. You have to prepare for it. Prepare you have to for understand it. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's and 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 that's the key to being good at being good at the game. Yeah. Right. Being good at any of the card and games. any of the card games yeah. where randomness is a factor. Yeah. You have to accept it and understand it mm-hmm. and understand how it plays a role. Because like okay, let let's let's again take that scar game. Okay, mm-hmm. I had to know both deck lists. Okay, yeah. I had to know both deck lists and how much. Um, I believe the card was Whisper. I yeah. think it was Whisper to yeah. where that was the one that let me get the card uh, of Mufasa from, from this card. card. Yeah. So I had to know how many copies of Whisper are in the deck. Right, yeah. how many cards I've gone through. So how many cards are left in the deck? What's my percent chance <laughs> of drawing it? How many cards are in my hand? Do I have a discard action on board that I can utilize? Okay, well, if that's the one card I need, how many cards are in my hand that I desperately need now or can I just get rid of? That way I can draw as many cards as possible to maximize my chances of drawing that one card that I can use next turn to play it. Yeah. And then hope that Jim moves to another spot where he does not have a fate action and then targets me with the fate action to then shuffle up my entire deck. Yep. yep. So all of those things. I don't know how many times when you're playing Scar, I'm like counting how many cards yeah. are left. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I yes. now have to do it in yep. order to get it. And yep. then he's yeah, 100%. And then just 100%. go from there. And again, this is not a bad thing. Like yeah. it's it, it's just it's, it's just a lot of counting cards. Yes, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's what you ha- it's it's what you have to think about mm-hmm. and strategize yeah. when you're playing this game. So like this is just a perfect example of like it's just on our channel where RNG is a factor and how we have to think about how it plays a role in a game, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's a really, really good um, good example of of how RNG and skill are intertwined and come together in a game. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you have like what's what's a good experience Man. or story or something that that you can think of where RNG and skill really came together and played an int an integral role in, in a game or a match in just any, well, I guess, yeah, yeah any game. Yeah. Man. So. Cause there's I, a lot of games. Yeah. Just off the top of my head. I have no idea. <laughs> 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 like that's what I'd really have to think about. Yeah. Um, but one of the, one of the best games I would say that really mixes the RNG and skill factor is card fight Vanguard. Oh yeah. Um I played that when it first came out um probably like 10 years ago now. I, f- I forget how old it is. And um It's a good game. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of skill involved in it, but there's also I would say equal equally as much RNG. So 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 skill and RNG I, are I like would right say here. It's like right neck and neck because a lot of the a lot of the craziness that happens in these games when you attack with your with your main uh, creature your vanguard you do a thing called the drive check so you can reveal either one or two cards off the top of your deck and sometimes those cards can have a trigger effect so it could be oh add uh, ten thousand power to your creature and make it deal an additional damage mm-hmm. so it makes it to where. 
Well, my opponent's at four damage, and in order, and then you win once you get your opponent to six. So if they're at four damage and they don't guard it, and they're just like, all right, yeah, it's going to be fine. I don't think he's going to get this critical trigger, which increases mm-hmm. your damage. Well, you reveal the crit off the top. Now you're dealing two damage rather than the one damage. But then there's also a thing when they take damage called the damage check to where if you get a heal trigger, yeah, now you heal one of the damage and then you continue to add the other cards. So you go from four to six, except then you go back down and now you're only at five and then it saves you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think you've, uh, I think you've told me about that yeah. before. And and aside from that, there's also so earlier we were talking about the resource cards mm-hmm. inside the deck. Yeah. Well, they have other things called perfect guards inside the deck to where if you get those in your hand, you can uh guard with it and then discard a card, which nullifies the attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the thing is, there's only four in the entire deck. You can't have any more. So the odds that it can go into the damage, it can go into the soul of the yeah. Vanguard, it can, or you just never see the card. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing of, yeah, just going into attack and also drive checking to be like, all right, now I get three damage on this because I now just hit double crits. And with these triggers, you can only have 16 in the deck. Mm-hmm. So you can mix and match however you'd like. What's the... So so off topic here a little bit, but I you you probably know this. Mm-hmm. So there's a really really famous um, tournament in Magic to where Lightning Helix Dan is is that what it was? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> can you tell it? Because I it's been a while since I've seen it. So all right, uh, I forget how long ago this was. I want to say a while ago. Yeah, I'll say like 2000. I don't know exactly. Now I really want to know. Um, so there was <laughs> a guy. we find the video. Yeah, we have to look it up. There yeah. was a guy playing a, uh, a burn deck. And so when we were talking about the lightning bolt effect, which is deal three damage, uh, there is another called, called lightning helix, which also deals three damage, but then heals you three. So um, What's, uh, how much does that cost? Mana wise? Yeah. Uh, it's two mana. Two, okay. Yeah, and it's uh, white red. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, and then you have all these other cards that also deal three damage. So rather than playing like value cards, specifically one for one cards or things along those lines, you're just looking to do more redundancy rather than individual value of Mm -hmm. your cards. So you're just like, I have more ways to get this three damage off and that's what I'm really looking to do. Right. Um, so yeah, there was this, this guy, he had a final turn before he was about to lose the game and and just off the top, he didn't even look at the card. He just took no, it he and slammed it, yeah. it down on the because, table. Because they knew at the table, the commentator, <laughs> everybody knew what his Everyone one out. Knew he what had his one, one out was. Well, one one card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> but he the, had all the, the redundancy. The one card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So he he needed one card that dealt three damage, yes. and he had multiples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just if he didn't get this, he, he lost. lost the oh, game. Yeah. He was gonna lose. And yep. so he didn't even look. He was just off the top. Slapped it down, and ever the commentators like, "Lightning Helix, Lightning Helix." That's that's one of the that is like a perfect example of where RNG and skill collide into just an awesome moment (laughs) to where like 
He got so I'm he got so lucky. He got yeah. so lucky, right? <laughs> you know, he got a little bit of luck, right? Yeah. But also yeah. in like what were the building. odds at that yeah, point? Yeah, right, like how right. many cards were left? How many right. total did he right. have? He, did he have like a forty percent chance? Well, yeah. that's pretty good. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, but there's actually a thing I just thought about that we didn't that we didn't talk about. What? So we talked about the different formats that there were with sealed and limited. Yeah. And we talked about the RNG opening packs. We didn't yeah. talk about the RNG in the draft tournament where you have to open packs and then also yeah, have, have the tournament playing the game itself. Yeah. So that's per yeah, that's a good that and so that that also goes into the different formats, right? Yeah. So I think Pretty. We did talk about this on our last episode when we did our Gen Con recap. Mm -hmm. We did a two-headed giant draft tourna mm -hmm. tournament. It was just it was a tournament. Four, it was a tournament. Yeah, yeah. four teams. Yeah, right. It was surprising. So, um, with drafting, if you're if you're unfamiliar with how drafting works, is you open up a box. Each team is dealt six packs. Yeah, for us it was six packs. So yeah. six packs. You open up the pack. You take the pack of cards, you pick one card from the pack, then you mm. pass the packs. I think in a normal draft, it's three packs because we had four yeah. teams with six four packs. Teams. Yeah, yeah, so. right, right. Um, so you pick a card and then, well, since we since we had two at a giant, you pick <laughs> yeah, two cards. Yeah. All right, and then you pass, then you receive the pack from your the uh, other team, and then you choose from them and then pass, right? Yeah, so you don't know what's coming out of these you packs. You don't know what's coming, <laughs> right? You don't know what's coming in the packs. You don't know what's coming from the pack from the other players, yeah, right? like what so they took. You know what you open, right? Mm -hmm. And then you might get that pack back, at another point later and once you get that you might have then have a good idea of okay these are the cards that were in this pack and these cards are not here anymore yeah. so now we kind of have a good idea of what our opponent's decks are going to be yeah when we face them so it's just that's a whole nother <laughs> rng factor yep. in a card game. <laughs> and there's even a strategy to drafting to where uh, after you pick your cards, you shuffle up the pack. So that way, uh, your opponents don't really know as to what you took. Because they can be like, all right, well, we, we've been noticing in these packs where, you know, certain cards will be more so towards the front of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like you could have the clusters because inside the pack you have your commons, uncommons, and then the rare slot. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just... If you're doing draft, shuffle up the pack. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if you're drafting, know the um, know the set. Yeah. Know the That's set because, thing. like, if you're we playing a blind. if you're playing limited and sealed, you have to know what the set is. Um, because that. Again, that's how you get good, mm -hmm. like good limited and sealed players. Mm -hmm. They know what the set is and they know like the best synergies to look for, um, mostly in the commons and commons and uncommons. Yeah. Because those are the. That's the one you're going to see the that's most. That's the one you're going to see the most. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, anything else that you can think about, Jim, about uh, RNG in uh, gaming? Because I, mean, I think <laughs> I think we pretty I think we covered like a lot. I think we covered a lot of it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I, we did, we mentioned it, we, we mentioned it, but didn't really talk about it a lot, but deck building deck, mm -hmm. deck builders, excuse me, mm -hmm. deck building games. Um, I mean, just a game that is all about <laughs> building your deck, right? When you have a two, a stack of 200 cards, 
Like if you watch our last, um, if you watch a few of our last D- DC deck building game videos, you just look at the stack. Like it's crazy. It's the huge. number of cards that yeah. are there, yeah. right? You're never going to see those same cards. Well, I mean, unless you're playing one format to where the goal is to get through the entire yeah. stack, yeah. you know, <laughs> there, there was one thing I wanted to bring up. So there was another game that came out recently that kind of died down in the U S uh, but it's doing really well overseas. Uh, Force of Will. Okay. Yeah. So this game came out, I don't know, several years ago. I'm not entirely sure now. And um, what they ended up doing, it's a, this game is a lot like magic. All your creatures have a mana value. Mm-hmm. They have power. They have their toughness. They have the mm-hmm. abilities. And there's, there's even like the exact same phases as well. Ah. Ra- but rather than untap upkeep. Yeah. It's upkeep, untap, draw for Force of Will, which was really different for me. But then once I learned it, I'm like, I can do really crazy stuff with this, with this setup. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but what they ended up doing was they took the lands out of the deck and put it off to the side. So you had a stones deck on the side. Okay. Um, and if oh, it was, and if okay. it was, and if you were running mono color, um, you pretty much never had to shuffle. But if you were playing yeah. two colors, you always have to shuffle right. your stones list. Right. And the only way you would get that is you would have a commander, uh, pretty much every single game. Okay. Uh, and you would tap it to generate a stone every single turn. Oh, okay. So rather than being like, oh, I don't have enough lands in hand, I'm getting mana screwed. It's every single turn. Oh. And your commander or, um, your J ruler, which was what it was called, um, you can even activate their abilities to bring them out as a creature, and kind of like get rid of the oh, I rather than wanting a land this turn, I want this creature to come out to then get this effect. Mm-hmm. So interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it was a it was a bit different, huh? Yeah, I don't see much of Force of Will here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I know, I know, I know. They sold it at um, Grapple. Mm-hmm. Um, that was where I first heard of it. Yeah. Um, but I, outside of that, I don't think I've really ever seen it. Yeah. No, it it wasn't it wasn't terribly big here, and they made a lot of questionable changes. They made a lot of changes to that game. <laughs> okay. Like a ridiculous amount. Okay. Um, which I think was their overall their their downfall. Ah. Uh, okay. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I think we really touched on a lot of, you know, topics within RNG and skill. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely most prevalent in card gaming. Um, yeah. It's still <laughs> it's still definitely prevalent in other types of yeah. board games. We talk about Carcassonne. I mean, the yeah. bag with all the different tiles in it. You don't know what you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Catan. Oh yeah, Catan. You know that, you that's definitely dice, a big one too. Yeah. Whether you're doing yeah. the dice or with the cards as well, I personally mm-hmm. prefer the cards. Oh, the card game one. Uh, no, no, not the saying? card one. Uh, rather than rolling the dice to see the number, uh-huh. they have a deck of cards with numbers on them, ah. and like the added effect and how many numbers inside this deck that there are. So it that's less random. You. Yeah. That's less random. Yeah. yeah. So again, there there's actually a good modification if you want if do you want more randomness or do you want less randomness? Yeah. <laughs> more randomness, just get a dice. Yes. Just get a D6. <laughs> you know? D set, you know, any dice is going to is the most random thing. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you get a loaded dice. <laughs> 
Yeah, get get two D sixes. There you yeah, go. That's there you really go. what you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean dice are probably one of the most random things in all of gaming that you mm-hmm. can that you can use. So anything that involves dice and cards, those are gonna be your two biggest uh pieces of randomness. And honestly, those are the two biggest used mechanics in all of tabletop gaming. Yeah. And for good reason. Like randomness just has so many uses and keeps things interesting. Yeah. You know? Um, what are your thoughts? Like, do you like RNG? You know, what's, what's your thoughts on RNG versus skill? Do you like playing competitive games where RNG is a thing? I, I, a lot of people, including myself, um, have grown to loathe Hearthstone because of the, um, RNG. It used to be like skill here, RNG here. And then it just went. Well, it's because they put in the discover mechanic. It's like, oh, find this random card that you don't even have in your deck. Or maybe it's a part of some other different kind of deck that you would also have no access to. Yep. Yep. So there's a lot of different mechanics that they just threw in there that they could because it's digital. Which now Magic's doing on Arena. Yeah, they are. Yep. I was Uh, not the biggest fan of, but, you know, I, I can't tell you the last time I actually played Arena. They need to just update MTGO. <laughs> like, let's get an HD remastered, yeah, shall we? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So, uh, Sonia, what's what's your thought? What's your opinion? Do you like RNG? Do you like skill? I'm um, like, what's your take? Um, we'd be interested to know. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, RNG is always going to be a thing in tabletop. It's never going to go away, yeah. and for good reason. Like, I, I we are not saying it should. Definitely not. But what we are saying is whatever game that you're playing, if there's a game that you want to get good at, that you want to master, you need to understand how is RNG being utilized in this game and how can I use it to my advantage? Mm-hmm. Understand that and use it. All right. That's your first step is just under accepting it and understanding it. Yep. So start there and then just really figure out like, how do I, how do I need to go about thinking about this? Like it's honestly, it's a puzzle. Yeah. And another thing is like, there's, you know, you do want to accept it and understand the RNG to it, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to, to pretty much consume your mindset to where you're like, Oh, I I have a 27% chance of this happening by this turn. It never happens to me. Mm -hmm. I I hate this. Like what is going on? It's like, yeah, but that's the RNG of it. Like just because it is, that doesn't mean it has to happen. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. 99% is not a hundred percent. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but it's when, enough. <laughs> yeah. And when, but, and when that 1% happens, accept it and move on. Yeah. A lot of people. And I, and I, I will be the first to tell you, I used to be this way mm-hmm. where when something bad happened, I would like, it would really consume me and come over me. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy. Like it was mm-hmm. n- never good. And like that can really put a damper on and destroy relationships. Yeah. Right. So, you know, on honestly can destroy your reputation. Like if you go to an LGS, if your local game store has events and tournaments and you're the guy <laughs> who flips tables and gets upset because the dice didn't roll your way and they never do, well <laughs> Dan's never flipped a table. I've never flipped a table. I know, that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I've ever flipped a table. <laughs> 
But uh, Jim will be one of the first to tell you that I've calmed down a yeah, lot. Yeah, it has gotten a whole lot better. I've since, I've calmed down since a lot. the past. <laughs> yeah, um, I've really, and I feel like, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with I just play a lot more games yeah. now. I jokingly say that it's because he's getting used to losing because I'm just so good. I'm not. I'm so bad at these games. Yeah. Yeah. RNG just likes me sometimes. Yeah. 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 Sometimes our RNG is a a, a fickle, is a very fickle beast. Yeah. Sometimes it likes me. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it likes him. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? It's uh, when you just, when you just accept it and then just let it go, it's, it gets it makes things a lot more fun. Yeah. Like if you lose, it's like, eh, well, I lost, whatever. Yeah. And that's hard for somebody like me who's super competitive, mm-hmm. right? But I finally got to the point where I'm like, I'm having a good time, you know. <laughs> this is good content, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So again, um, I we'd be interested to know your thoughts. Uh, what's your thoughts on RNG and skill? How you think its usage is? How how has RNG made a game for you or or broken a game for you do you have a time where um you you top deck at your win condition (laughs) and you won or did you did you nat 20 and then you won something or you know do you have a story like that uh we'd be interested to know so if you do send us an email at hobbiesandhappiness at gmail.com we'd be very interested in reading those stories um i know we haven't really had a lot of chances to get to stories lately um but uh, if you have any good stories, definitely send them in. We would definitely be interested to read those. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, Jim, how can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you guys can find me at Jim Morgan HNH on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at uh, Daniel.G.Campbell on Instagram and Twitter at underscore DG Campbell. And then you can find Hobbies and Happiness at just about every social media platform. Instagram, it's hobbies.n.happiness. Twitter, hobbies and happy. Uh, youtube.com slash hobbies and happiness our website hobbies and happiness honestly if you just go to our website it's all there which is <laughs> www.hobbiesandhappiness.com yeah. it's also in the link yep link in the description all that stuff it's also so in the link yeah it's in the description <laughs> the link's in there <laughs> all right well jim thanks wrong. for being it here it is in the link right <laughs> it uh. is it is <laughs> All right, Jim, thanks for being here. It's a lot yeah. of fun and uh, we'll see we'll see uh, what next week brings, all right? All right, thanks everybody and we'll catch you in the next episode. All right, see everybody. Take care.